It's 2021 and cancel culture has become this huge deal in our society where people who say racist things and make sexist comments get canceled by social media. The first one was Kevin Spacey in 2016 alongside with Harvey Weinstein, which did turn out to be a sexual predator. Then we had Lee Michelle last year alongside Ellen DeGeneres and JK Rowling, who turned out to have said very racist and very sexist and very transphobic things in the past. For those who support cancelling, this is a form of holding the people responsible for what they said and showing them the repercussions of saying that. And the others say that it's reckless sentencing. So which one is true? In this episode, I want to analyze with you what cancel culture actually is, how it has become so toxic, and we'll be discussing whether it's a positive or a negative thing. Listen along. Hello guys and welcome to the fifth episode of Overreacting the Podcast. I'm your host Michelle Ceriso and every week we overreact to important topics regarding intersectional feminism. This week, as I've said in the intro, will be cancel culture, a topic that has been in my head for many weeks now because many more cases of people getting cancelled have come up in the past weeks and they have made me very confused about whether cancel culture was a good or a bad thing because I felt that it was a right thing to hold these people accountable but I felt that there was something wrong with canceling them completely so I made my research and tried to find an answer so first of all we need to make sure to understand what cancel culture actually is by definition so cancel culture basically on its basis is that when somebody like a prominent figure or company says or does something offensive they receive public backlash by our politically progressive society, aka social media. You can see this backlash in form of trying to boycott their work. So if it's an actor or a filmmaker, the people boycott their work and stop watching their films or their TV shows. And it can get also so far that the employer of the actor or whatever also takes action against that person, making them lose their job or firing them. Where cancel culture has come from is actually a very ironic thing because the term cancelling actually comes from a misogynistic joke from the film New Jack City. It's based in the 90s. It's a gangster film. And basically the word cancelling stems from the scene where the main gangster, so played by Wesley Snipes, he's dumping his girlfriend when she's breaking down because she sees how much violence he has done, how much harm he has caused. She just can't stand anymore and she breaks down. You're a murderer, Nino! I've seen you kill too many people, Nino! <laughs> Cancel that bitch. I'll buy a so it's a misogynistic joke, but that is where the term canceling comes from, that he can basically substitute her with a new girl as if she never existed. So he canceled her. When it actually started being used, though, was in the beginning of the 2010s. The term canceling has resurfaced. So originating from the film, he started to be used again in 2010s by uh, some people who started tweeting about it when somebody did something offensive. So if somebody published a racist comment, they would say, oh, is she cancelled? But it wasn't a big thing at the time. It was just like a reference joke to the film New Jack City. 
now it's not only a reference anymore it's now an actual term that is used for the fight for a better future and create a better and more accepting world and a more politically correct environment it's time to clear the board all the other worlds alternate realities the subplots the failed spin-offs It's time to start canceling shows. Of course, because of what it actually means, it has caused a lot of discussions about whether it does more harm than good or if it does more good than harm. So we've got these two sides. We've got one side that basically sees cancel culture as call-out culture, where finally public figures are called out for behavior that shouldn't be tolerated. And on the other side, we have those who say that cancel culture is more of an outrage culture, that it's not about creating conversations or holding people accountable it's become more of a thing where people are just ended without being educated without giving them actually a chance to change so we're going to observe these two sides more carefully to kind of get opinions ourselves i'm learning here with you i collected these arguments from the internet so now we'll be analyzing the pro and the contra sides of cancel culture Firstly, one positive aspect of cancel culture is that finally public figures or who are supposed to be role models to teenagers who are now spending more and more time on the internet and social media. And so it is important that there are good role models out there who can give them the right idea of how the world works because they are basically teaching these kids who are on the internet how to behave right, how to be more politically correct, how to be a part of this progressive society really. It also acknowledges the fact that you have a power to change structural inequality. Like activists always say, yeah, you can change the world if you start doing a change. I always tell you, teach your kids, teach your kids, teach your kids. And this basically just shows that people have the power to change it, only that they need to be willing to participate in that change. So that is a positive thing that cancel culture shows is that you have the power, actually. This also helps showing people what is wrong And it helps people from the outside learn to be better and create a safer world, not only for kids, but also for adults and generally people who have just not really a good source of information for these topics like feminism or racism or whatever. And so calling out other people on their behavior, basically telling them what they did wrong is a good way to making them understand how they can be better allies. If we take the example of Kevin Spacey or Harvey Weinstein, that they have been cancelled, it's good because society has taken rapists and abusers always more into protection than survivors. I mean, victim blaming is still a big thing. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, it's episode two, so go listen to that. I've made a whole last episode on that, so go listen to it. So basically, since society is very fond of taking rapists and abusers into their wing, it's basically this boycotting and cancelling canceling the work of these people it's a good way to turn the tables and helping the victims instead of the abusers because it shows the abusers the consequences of their actions it shows them that they ruined the lives of so many people well they'll get repercussions for that they will not be allowed to feel like they might be able to get away with it no they will learn that if they rape if they abuse people there will be repercussions and there will be justice for the victims so more and more people will be more you know scared of raping other people which is phenomenal it will encourage the victims to also speak out and just not be scared of coming out and telling their stories these people have made irrevocable harm 
And so the consequences will be shaped in that same sense, so that irrevocable harm means deserved justice. The last pro-argument that I wrote down is that it is a good tool to wake people up and so that it makes people aware that giving an apology is not enough to change. I mean, marginalized groups and minorities have been met with apologies throughout time. They were kind of taught by society to apologize. They're not being capable of grasping it as fast as the minority groups. Apologies have always been used from people who didn't want to really take the time and learn about the challenges that these minorities face to not take action at all. So that is why cancer culture is a good tool to actually to get them off their asses and finally actually really taking the time to learn about these minorities and helping others. And this can help companies, individuals and brands then take the necessary steps to correct their actions. And this open call out can help other people to learn about what bad behavior is and what good behavior is. Wakey wakey, we're opening. These were all the positive aspects of cancer culture. Now let's talk about the contra side, the cons. Should we cancel cancel culture? And then Lily gave her dad a look that Marshall had only seen a few times before. A look we all prayed never to be on the receiving end of. Her, you're dead to me look. The first argument is that everyone has a biased mindset. In the sense of like, the whole society is biased. So when somebody makes a racist comment or a sexist comment or a homophobic comment... It is because they were influenced by the society they grew up in, right? It's a systemic bias. We always talk about it. Every activist in the world always talks about it is a systemic, it's a society problem. And some people are affected by it more than others. If a person grows up in a very conservative family where feminism, for instance, is not accepted or is considered as stupid, that person will always go on in life thinking that feminism is stupid and will have that biased mindset on feminism or whatever. And so they will be biased more than, for instance, me, who still, even through, you know, the affections of gender stereotypes and other influence from the outside of the world, I am more aware of feminist problems than a person who grew up thinking that feminism was shit. So even though I am more informed than that person, I still have a biased mindset because I still am living in a patriarchal society. So in the end, not everyone is perfect. Not even activists are perfect. Everyone has to work on themselves. It's unlearning and learning. If anyone dug into our history of any person on the planet, be it even the most feminist person on the planet, they will find one little comment or one little action that they did which was biased. So we could all easily be cancelled because of that one little action that happened a long time ago. Apart from that, if we look at, if we go back to the example of a conservative person, we need to think about that not everyone in this world has the same opinion and not everyone will ever have the same opinions. We might make them think differently, but like we cannot change some people's opinions because it just doesn't happen. We are all different. And it's correct that it's that way, but we need to learn how to live together better and be more accepting. They might share another opinion than you and they still get a right 
to their opinion because in the end it is freedom of speech even if it's exclusionary even if it's harmful for other communities it still is freedom of speech but even then we cannot expect from these people to change their minds in three seconds plum and we've got the most uh, feminist out of this conservative person no it doesn't work that way and we need to acknowledge these differences between us these differences by how bias has influenced our lifestyles so it takes hard work and a lot of time to change their opinions But that time is valid because they could make a difference. They could change the way they think, not completely maybe, but it might make them think differently. We should give them a chance to change, even if their opinions are completely trash or completely harmful. And to those people who say, yeah, but at the age of 16, I was already woke. Why not them? Because not everyone grows up in the same environment as you or is raised the same. Not everyone is conditioned the same. If we were conditioned the same, we wouldn't be living in a way better world than we are living right now. There would be a lot less problems in the world if we were all more progressive and we all had the same chances to change for the better. But we don't. On top of that comes that there's no communication with cancer culture. It's like when a child does something wrong. Like they, they throw water on the floor or whatever, what kids do. They will learn better what they did wrong if they are shown what they did wrong. If they are explained what they did wrong. If they're only screamed at and said, you are not allowed to do this anymore. They will close their ears because when people get screamed at, they will not listen and they will not want to help. They will not want to learn and that will encourage them more to be performative supportive of a cause instead of actually wanting to change it if people are just shut down without being educated they will never learn what they did wrong and they will think more of like oh it's unfair that this happened to me instead of thinking oh i should have done this different or next time i will be very careful not to do this and i will be actively changing my behavior and being aware of what i do my actions to um, create a better space for everyone see the difference one is being educated and the other one is being screamed at and that is a problem with cancer culture another thing is that the more time changes the more society progresses so we can expect that in 20 years we so what we consider right today what we support now what we consider as a progressive thing as a woken society what we define as that that will change its meaning in the future because in the future they will be more progressed and then they will start canceling us from now because society has changed they'll think like you were so old-fashioned why did you not have this before you know and that is the mentality that goes on it's that lack of empathy it's as if what we are doing right now or what the women did in the 60s is not considered something valuable because it was very biased at the time. They will probably say, okay, Gen Z, relax, you know, just to say that those in the future will think that they're better than us, even though now we are doing a lot of good. That good will be considered not good enough and then we'll start getting canceled because of it. We need to always look at it from a historian's perspective. We cannot judge what happened in the past from a modern point of view because we could end up canceling the whole history. In fact, some people want to cancel the whole history. But negative thing about that is that and people from modern era will not learn about what happened in the past and might repeat those mistakes in the future. And also, for those people at the time, it was probably considered very progressive 
what we wouldn't see as now, but for them it was progressive. So we al always need to remember that time difference, y'all. We need to keep that in mind because it does make a difference, whether you like it or not, it really does. And that counts also for the future. One last thing that is contra cancer culture is that it scares off people who want to speak up. The fear of getting canceled because of doing a mistake or saying the wrong thing or feeling of maybe not being progressive enough for the society. This will scare them off from speaking up and voices that might have helped a lot in the fight for a better world will be quieted down because they're scared to not be helpful enough. That is one last huge problem of cancer culture. Now we have seen both sides and I have to say that I think both sides have very good points but I still personally think that it has become too toxic because of all the reasons that I've mentioned in the Contra side. I say we kill the beast! At this point I would say that I am a very big supporter of call-out culture so I do retain that we should keep people accountable for what they say, what they do, what they do actions because that is the main point of activism but at the same time we must stay self-aware and being empathetic i think empathy is one of next to the gender stereotypes the lack of empathy is the main problem for all the world's problems it's lack of empathy and we need to feel that empathy even when we are holding people accountable to make a better change in the future you know what except for rapists and abusers because they've done irrevocable harm so they really don't deserve a protection from society any longer so you know i always say about um that you can give me suggestions of episodes that i might talk about or questions that you have and one classmate of mine actually asked me a question that really fitted the topic of this week and that was so kevin spacey is my favorite actor but in the light of all the sexual allegations that have been made against him and you know him being cancelled do you think it's still okay to watch his films or, you know, support him? Did you think I'd forgotten you? Perhaps you hoped I had. So, my dear, this is called moral boycotting. That means that it's basically the question, should I, be, should I feel guilty about watching House of Cards because it puts money in the pockets of a sexual abuser? There is no real answer to this yet i can tell you some points that you can consider in making that decision but in the end it comes up to your personal decision you need to keep in mind that when we're talking about directors who are accused or you know are getting cancelled when it comes to moral boycotting there we need to consider that the directors or the films that the films that they produce always will have a piece of the director in it so it will be a primarily expression of the creator's personality. Here, supporting the film would be supporting the director as an abuser. But in the case of, for instance, Harry Weinstein, he has distributed the films because he was the production company. So with him, you could say that he didn't really put a part of him in there. So to watch films produced by his company would be fine. If it's about actors, the screenplay is obviously not written along the lines of the actor because the screenplay is written before the casting. So in that case, if we're taking the same argument from the director with the actor, it's not the same because there's not really a piece of the actor in the film. And so saying that you're supporting the film 
doesn't necessarily mean that you're supporting the actor as an abuser, as you would be if the director were the abuser. So in that light, it'll be okay. When you make your decision, always keep in mind that sexual abuse or rape is a serious thing because I think it has been normalized too much and it has been made so harmless that people lack the empathy to understand what rape and sexual abuse actually causes for the victims. So always keep that in mind when doing your choice and actually think about, okay, I might be supporting a sexual abuser. So basically a person who has inflicted so much harm to so many people. Sexual assault is not just a scandal. It's a crime offense. Don't forget about these points that are very, very important. Now, also some companies like Netflix or different TV networks have removed series that included sexual abusers. I think one TV network removed House of Cards, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, they yeah, they, they removed House of Cards because they included Kevin Spacey in it. And it basically just, firstly, on the one side, is for them to keep their image clean. But it also makes it easier for people to not feel ashamed when they are watching a film with abusers in it. So it kind of solves that personal doubt on whether to do it or not. But of course, it's uh, discrediting the work of the other actors that are in it. So that has also its pro and cons. But still, it's a way to make it easier for the people who are at home and don't want to support sexual abusers. So yeah, you see that cancer culture is a very complex topic that is very discussed activists all around the world share different opinions it leads to a lot of doubt it led me to a lot of doubt so this research really helped me to kind of make myself an own opinion on it and i really hope that it helped you make your own opinion on it as well we can agree to disagree honey it's totally fine if you have any questions, you can always tweet me at overreacting underscore pod or you can write me a DM on Instagram. If you want to know more about cancer culture, the internet is wide. I've seen so many reports. I went crazy. When I made my research, there was so much to read, so many opinions. So it's, there's a lot to learn about that. And I think it's a topic that will accompany us in the future generations and future years. And um, I think it will become also more intense when people will actually start fighting about it. The recommendation of the week this week is an episode of Black Mirror exactly talking about cancer culture black mirror if you don't know it's a british tv show sci-fi series on netflix that basically mirrors society's problems in a dystopian way how our society works and it's really brilliant it really blows your mind and the episode i want to recommend to you is episode six from season three it's called hated in the nation and it's basically about in a near future London, this police detective called Karen Park and her tech-savvy sidekick Blue investigate a string of mysterious death with a sinister link to social media. And in this episode, it is basically shown how cancer culture affects us and its negative impact and its toxicity that has become so wildly popularized in the past years. And it just shows the repercussions that it might have on people that might be innocent or anyone really. Fucking fancy looking these companies. Billions on branding. Well, they can afford it. The whole ADI project's pretty much bankrolled by the government. That's why so many people are paranoid about it. Let me guess. This is some people on the internet. They reckon the government uses the bees to spy on us. There's a schizophrenic worldview.
it's really good. Uh, Black Mirror generally is just a brilliant series, honestly. Go watch it. It's on Netflix for free. Finally, something that's free, Michelle. God damn it, it took you long enough. So, yeah, guys, we've come to the ending of this episode. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. A very interesting episode next week coming, so stay tuned for that one. And, yeah, so thank you for listening. And don't forget, feminists are not overreacting. But cancer culture might. Okay, bye.